Santos's kick is lined up. That kick is good. He got it. In the shotgun. Now Spencer Ware in the game. Three eligible. Wide to the near side in a triangle set. They give it off to Ware. Goes right into the end zone. Touchdown! Kansas City! Spencer Ware threw a big old hole in that Oakland defense. How's it going, everyone? Thanks for joining us. You're listening to the Arrowheads Abroad podcast, the official podcast for the internationally recognised supporters club of the Kansas City Chiefs. I'm your host, Brad Simcox, and joining me, as usual, is Tom Childs and Dave Barnett. Um, In this week's show, we're going to be chewing the fat on the Chiefs' current roster, uh, going into the 2017 draft. We'll be discussing the Raiders' relocation plans and what it means for the Chiefs fans. Plus, we'll be chatting about anything and everything that pops into our heads as we go through the podcast. A bit of an update first. Uh, We've obviously got the Chiefs' news. First of all, is Gavin Gavin Escobar... Yeah, he's the new tight end for the Chiefs, uh, signed from the Dallas Cowboys. Um, Tom, Dave, is this a good signing, or is this is this just backup? Is this mainly a backup signing? This for the camp Chiefs? body, I think. Camp body. There you go. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> that's, camp that's body. That's a term that gets used, right? Um, I don't know. He was a guy I really liked coming out of college, and he sort of fell really flat with the Cowboys. So I don't know. Maybe. There's something there, but yeah, I'm sceptical till I've seen anything out of training camp, I have to say. Yeah. Are you excited to buy this, Tom? No. <laughs> Short Sorry. Sweet, You're not. <laughs> sorry. I know I should give a better answer than that. But, um, <laughs> no, sorry, Gavin. Cool, cool name. Gavin Great name. Yeah, solid. But um, no, I agree with Dave. Camp body. Yeah. Well, I've been chatting with a Cowboys fan recently um, who said that he probably would fit better with the Kansas City Chiefs, uh, the way we play. Um, this, they said they saw him more of what, a wide receiver, more Alex of a tight end. Smith doesn't throw to wide receivers. Well, yeah, yeah there is that as well, yeah. Um, but obviously Kelsey's uh, had his uh, shoulder redone, hasn't he? Um, he's had something done to his shoulder uh, in the off-season. Uh, so yeah, like you said, probably just going to be a good camp body, isn't he? Just a bit of a backup, just to ease ease Kelsey back in, probably. Brad, I'm um, going to have a bet with you right now. Go on, just just one bet. I bet you that the guy doesn't catch a single touchdown for the Chiefs this whole season. And I'll you could say you... that about Macklin and Conley. Won't, ca- no, no, won't catch I'll, a single I'll, pass. I'll go further Ooh. and say won't catch a single pass. Okay, I'll have a beer with you on that, Brad. What a pass? No touchdown for me. Touchdown for you. Ah, oh, right. Okay. And ten beers for Dave. <laughs> Whoa. He says he says Whoa. pass a single pass. Yeah, I don't know how that Do turns think... into ten beers though. <laughs> Fine. All then. right. Six points. Six beers. Six points. Six beers. Hmm. I'll go with that. I'll go with that. I think you'll get. I think you'll get one. Uh, obviously, next in the news, we've got uh, Kansas City is also looking to host the draft, possibly as soon as twenty eighteen. Did I read that right? You did. Yeah, we're wanting to host the Super Bowl as well, right? Look how <laughs> yeah. that's gone for us. So, yeah. The, the draft is never coming to Kansas City, as much as we all want it to happen. Um, 
there's there's just not there's not the market. There's no market there. That's what they stay away from small midwestern towns and cities. He's going to Chicago again. Is yeah, it? they 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 go to the big cities with the big markets. They go to Chicago. I really they like it to... in Chicago. I I yeah, wanted yeah. to stay there. I think it's really cool there. It's a really nice setup. It's so much better than when it was in New York because it was just such a tiny, tiny auditorium. You know where they've got the big outdoor setup in Chicago. It just you know, it seems like such a much better fan experience now they have it More there. More interactive. Yeah, yeah. definitely. And yeah. there's not Jets fans everywhere. That's also a plus. Yeah, correct. <laughs> yeah. Well, hopefully, uh, we do get something like that. Um, but, yeah, like you said, it's probably looking a bit doubtful. But um, the next thing, I got really excited about this next thing because I actually uh, tweeted you guys, didn't I? Or not tweeted, but messaged you guys. And I went, schedule's out, schedule's out. Um, <laughs> it's not like you to get excited about stuff, Brad. No, no. You're normally so just, calm and reserved. <laughs> it was just big letters, wasn't it? Schedule's out, it's out. Um, no, it's the preseason. The preseason schedule is out. Um, for those of you who don't know, uh, week one, it's against the Niners, and that's at home. Um, week two, Bengals away. Week three, Seahawks away. And week four is Titans at home. And we don't really care about the preseason, do we, lads? Yeah, I've forgotten about all of those things you just said already. <laughs> yeah. I, do we, we want to go into is- each one? No, 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 let's not do that because we're, we're, it won't last very long. But my opinion on the preseason is you like get really excited about it when it first turns up. And Week you one you the, do, yeah. Yeah, and you watch the first few snaps and you think, crap, I've still got four <laughs> weeks left till proper football. Yeah, it's, it's like, basically, it's like, okay, which rookies look like they might semi-contribute this year? And mm. then other than that, it's just like, okay, can this be over so we can watch the proper games now? Thanks. Safe to say, just watch the first quarter, isn't it? Yeah, if that. Uh, the only ge- the only game that matters <laughs> a little that. bit is week three, and that's the first half of week three where the, all the starters will play a whole half, providing is everything's going okay. Um, week four is the game where basically the nobody cares. Gets trimmed down to where basically everyone on the field will get cut afterwards, bar a select few. So. <laughs> No, it's nothing to get excited about. Um, yeah, I'm waiting for the real schedule. I'm not going to lie. I can't wait for that to come out. Yeah, we're all kind of just poised, like, yeah, just coiled, aren't we? Just ready for this uh, this actual schedule to come out. Um, yeah, it all it all really leans on what we're going to do over at Kansas, really, doesn't it? Whether we're going to, which game we're going to go to. There he goes he again, again with Kansas. He's done it. <laughs> there he goes again with the Kansas thing. Mate, you're not yeah. going to... Not gonna have many friends when you go over there. <laughs> Kansas, Missouri, yes, I know, I know, I know. Um, I know Tom has been working out possible dates around about the time that we've been looking at uh, of going out, flying out to Missouri. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, did you say it was around about Octoberish, something like that? Yeah, I don't want to. Yeah, don't, I don't want to sit here and say yeah, it's going to be October because no, no, yeah, no, it's not going to be definite. No. It might put people off, but it's going to be, be sometime between September and November. There you yes, go. That, I'm giving that you that three I can guarantee. Months. There's your window. Yeah, I can guarantee that. I can also guarantee here it won't be week one, and it probably won't be week two. Week two either. So you're looking week four onwards, I would say. Well, what happened to week four. three there? You just, you just oh, he's, that he's one planning out. a bye week there already, isn't he? 
Yeah, no, week September may may be the end, but more than likely you're looking at week four to eleven at some point in between there. That's quite a large window for us to go and see a mm. game. But as I've said before, as soon as the schedule's out, we'll be talking to the tour operator right away to work out what's the best game value wise and price wise. But also, what's the best game to go and watch? Yeah, of course. But at the same time, if you're you're sitting there going, "Oh, you've got the Eagles," uh, is to go and watch the Eagles on a prime time is five hundred pound more expensive to go and watch the Buffalo Bills on a Sunday lunchtime. I'm gonna go and you watch the got, Eagles on prime time. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I'm gonna go and watch the Eagles. even if you all go to Buffalo game, I'm gonna watch the Eagles in prime time. We'll play it by ear as and when the schedule comes out. So ignore what Brad said. It's not going to be early October. It's not going to be well, definite. I, I, to be honest, I don't want it to be early October, really, because the 2nd of October is my uh, wedding anniversary. And I already missed that last year because of the Jags-Colts game. <laughs> <laughs> Wembley. <laughs> what, what anniversary is it? What, uh, what do you mean, what kind of anniversary no, is it? No, no. What, what year is it? Is it a special one? Oh, you put me on the spot now, haven't you? <laughs> uh, it is the... Um, third? anniversary what year oh. did you get married I'm trying to work that out now quickly <laughs> oh you can't even remember what year you got married I thought you were just having difficulty working out the maths from now to oh then. no it was 2000 no no it was 2004 so yeah no to that yeah 2000 yeah 2004 got married you sure it also means you're you a lot older convinced. than I thought you what it also means you're a lot older than I thought you were <laughs> or you it's got married really young. you just got married young yeah. <laughs> maybe but yeah, uh, I went to the uh, Jags Colts game on our wedding anniversary last time. Um, I didn't actually quite remember uh, that it was the second. So I was on the train, right? Here's a secret. I was on the train going down to London, ordering flowers on the 2nd of October <laughs> to send to the wife. You do realise this is not going to be a secret anymore, right? <laughs> but yeah, I planned it. I, I planned it well in advance, love. I really did. Um so yeah, if I if I miss and another now one, you know I think he didn't. Will be, uh... <laughs> yeah. Anyway, moving on, moving on. Um, loads of work going on behind the scenes at the minute with uh, Arrowheads Abroad team. Uh, we've been doing an awful lot of uh, behind the scenes work, haven't we? I can't say too much at the minute because I know I can tell Tom is on the other end it's of this. A line secret. Line, shut up! Shut up! <laughs> <laughs> If you were in the same um, room as him, he'd be giving you the, like, the dirtiest stare right it now. It would be, wouldn't he? Yeah, yeah. it would be. Um, so I can't mention too much, but it's going to be mega. It's going to be good. Um, we're going to have loads of stuff to do. Um, so before I put my foot in it, let's move on to the other news. Um, big news that happened while we uh, we had this kind of uh, two-week break, down to me. <clears throat> Sorry about that, lads. Um, Raiders relocation. Now... Forget the Raiders fans. What does this move mean for Chiefs fans? Well, the best road trip of the entire trips to <laughs> the Raiders are going to be a hell of a lot more expensive all of a sudden. Yeah, and there's going to be a hell of a lot more Chiefs fans at their games all of a sudden. I should imagine. Yeah. Um, oh god. Yeah. Yeah. The first, my first reaction was um, when I saw that the Raiders were going to move was my missus is desperate to get married. And I thought, I'm not ready yet. It's still only 2017. We've been together six years. She needs to wait two or three years yet. And then I saw that the Raiders were moving in two or three years. And I thought, winner. So you're going to get married. I'm not going to lie, guys. You two are not painting yourselves in the best light (laughs) so far. (laughs) 
Well, I thought October 2019, we get married by Elvis in Vegas on the 50 yard line, and then yeah. <laughs> and then I'll be like, oh look, love, the Chiefs are playing the Raiders. <laughs> Would you believe it? She's one lucky girl, Tom. One <laughs> lucky girl. Yeah, I can't, I'm so happy about it. I really am. Like, Oakland seems like a horrible place to go and play football. Um, a horrible place to go and watch. It's football. a horrible stadium. A horrible, it's a horrible stadium. pitch. Yeah. Yeah, they've got a baseball pitch on. I think it's going to well. be a lot less like an intimidating place to go as well in terms of atmosphere wise. I think. It's going to be much easier for teams to play there. All in all, as I say, it's clearly a financial slash business decision. It's not a, a football mm. decision. So, um, yeah, as I say, it'll be interesting to see. It's going to be obviously a properly nice new stadium and, you know, a big untapped market for the NFL. But as I say, it's not going to be quite the same for the Raiders themselves and I think for the sake of the rivalries and stuff I think you're going to lose a little bit of the edge there as well you know none of those iconic pictures in front of the black hole with flowers and Charles and stuff like that you're not going to be getting anything like that getting water thrown at them yeah exactly do you know who the biggest uh, loser of this whole move it's not the Raiders it's not any Raiders players it's not the Raiders fans in Oakland the biggest losers this whole thing is the Las Vegas Golden Knights, the new NHL team which are going to start playing there next year. They are by far and away the biggest loser at this because they thought they had, as you said, an untapped sports market that they could just go and have a free run at. Not anymore. It is now, yeah. It's Raiders country now. It could as work in as... a benefit, though. Do you, you, know? do you honestly think so? Yeah. I think, I think you'd look at, the, look at most markets, they're multi-team markets, and... Both of those teams seem like in the multi-team markets. Those teams seem to play off each other. You know, look at all the cross-promotion <laughs> stuff that the Royals and the Chiefs do, and that kind of thing. So, I think if you can tap into it, right, I think it's got a potential to work in their favour. Because I mean, probably who gives a crap about hockey in Las Vegas? A nice hockey team in the desert. Yeah, I mean, you've already got you've Phoenix. Got Phoenix you've had Phoenix, Phoenix Coyotes for. Years you got hockey teams in Florida. You do realise it's not actually played on lakes, Brad. <laughs> like frozen over lakes. <laughs> <laughs> they, do, they do that in the old films. I'm just wondering what the uh, touchdown uh, music's going to be for the Raiders. Touchdown Raiders! And it'd be Brad Lad City going to set my soul, isn't it? It's going to be like Elvis or something like that, isn't it? Or Britney Spears, like while she's doing her um, <laughs> residence there. <laughs> just being moved to the Raiders stadium. <laughs> Uh, the Bellagio Stadium at Las Vegas Raiders. Oh, I can't yeah. wait. I know. Oh, I it's it's just going to be like a circus in it. It's going to be great. Oh, it's going to be amazing. Do you reckon like, they should have like, gambling machines in the back of chairs? Oh, <laughs> can't I can't wait. It's going to be so weird. I'll say that much. It's going to be really, uh, really this is weird. Be, this year is literally going to be our only trip to Kansas City. Every other group trip from then on in is going to be to Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever we play the Raiders in Vegas. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah it should be fun shouldn't it it should be good Um, yeah like you said I think the best thing is going to be the uh, the kind of road trip kind of thing I'm I'm 
obviously concerned a little bit about the the loyalty of what the Raiders fans are going to the loyalty of the type of Raiders fans that you're going to get there. Because did did somebody say to me it was the fourth smallest um, city or something like that in America? I don't know. I, I probably put that out on Norway. I'm probably totally wrong, but the population wise, it's probably not going to have a lot, is it? I think it's a bit bigger than what you see on TV. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Um... I mean, it's just not one road. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Weirdly enough, Brad, no. No? You Can Can you tell I've never been to America? Yeah. Nah, you don't yes. show it at all. <laughs> you seem well, very Raiders knowledgeable fans, on it all. The Raiders fans that are um, that are left in, in Oakland, they can go carry on pretending to be basketball fans like they have been since Steph Curry started playing well two years ago. Hmm. Um, so they've, they've still the funny thing that. is they're moving as well yeah. <laughs> to the other side of the bridge so yeah best of luck with that it's actually um, funny that we're just talking about moving and relocation because I, I've got another game oh, yes. alright yes so um, am I winning the last one am I, am I winning yep yeah, if you listened to the last show you'd have heard that Brad <laughs> went 1-0 up in the off season series of Brad versus Dave still yet to get the jingle right but we'll get there by the end of, this, end of the summer we get the jingle right. But this game is called Location, Location, Relocation. Oh, crap. Okay. Ooh. Okay. The rules are simple. You thought about this way time. too much, by the way. <laughs> yeah, well, no, I, I thought about this two weeks ago, but then Brad cancelled the podcast last week. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> My bad. My yeah. Bad. So the game is simple. Similar to last week, we're going to go in penalty shootout style. We're going to ask you one question after another. Uh, I'm going to give you the team as they are now, and you're going to give me the team that they were before they relocated. Okay. Right. Brad, you have got all NFL teams. Oh, yeah. That's good of you. Dave, you've got (laughs) NBA teams. Oh, thanks for that. Cheers. (laughs) My money's still on you. I'm not going to lie. My money's still on you. So we're going to. Can I bet on Dave as well? Dave versus Brad. Okay. So I'm going to give you the team they are now. You have to give me the team they were before. Can I go first? Oh my god, I am yep. not going to get any of these. Okay, All right. So Dave, you're going first. Okay. Utah Jazz. Um, I want to say New Orleans. Oh, <laughs> out of the bag. Yes, it was the no New Orleans. Yes, it was. It was the New Orleans Jazz. Moved in 1979. Right. Good knowledge. Knowledge. Right. Knowledge. Knowledge. You ready, Brad? No, no. Go on then. Go on. The Arizona Cardinals. <laughs> and we, we can't take all day on this like last time. Oh, my God. Um, wait, you want the place name? Yeah. Oh, my God. I don't know. I really don't know. Um... <laughs> Anytime today. <laughs> Any time today. I'm trying to Google it. I'm going to start giving it. <laughs> <laughs> right, your time. Your time. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know, mate. I your really don't know. Yeah, go on, Dave. No. It's not the same as the baseball team. It's not it St. Louis, is it? It is the same. Yeah, yeah. I thought so. Oh, don't say you get a bonus yeah, point It was for the St. Louis football Cardinals. And then, uh, was it? Okay. So we've right, lost so two one, teams now. Yeah, Sad one nil, face. One, one nil to Dave. Second one. Sacramento Kings. That's Kansas City Kings. Yeah, yeah, two 0 today. Oh come on! Yeah, he's on this, right? He's not the Missouri Kings. No, it's your turn. <laughs> Shut up, Brad. <laughs> your turn, Brad. The Washington Redskins. 
Washington Redskins. Uh, I'm trying to go around place names at the minute. You're not, no, Chicago. No, Boston. Oh, are you kidding? Boston Redskins, yeah. Dave. Mm-hmm. He's, he's laughing. He's dying to laugh, isn't he? LA Clippers. <laughs> uh, why did I say Chicago? I want to say, I could be totally, totally off with this, but I want to say it's New York. I could be wrong. No, San Diego Clippers. Nah. So, why did Brad, I say Chicago? Brad you, Brad, you stand a chance. You stand a chance. What's the score? Still 1-0. 2-0. 2-0 today. 2-0. 2-0 today. Right. So this one's a bit funny. Nah, I suppose. Nah, they, it's not. Ignore me. The Baltimore Ravens. Oh, I know this one. Go. I think. <laughs> I think. Uh, I wasn't in the Indianapolis, was it? No, it was the Cleveland oh. Browns. <laughs> oh, for God's sake. God. Uh, oh, it was. I've watched the program on that as well. I know this one. I know this one. I can't believe that. Yes. Right. I watched the program on it. Right. I watched the program. <laughs> you got it the wrong way around, Brad. Yeah. I did. Baltimore so, lost the team to Indianapolis. That was it, yeah. I know. Move <laughs> well, on. You've just answered his next one for him. Um, yeah. <laughs> Uh, right, this one to win, Dave. This one to win 3-0 and take it home for this week, which yeah. you're going to get. The Oklahoma City Thunder. That was the Seattle Supersonics, right? Yeah, he takes the win. Correctly. Oh, takes this is too easy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and just to run through the last ones quickly, um, shout out if you know them, guys. Uh, the Indianapolis Colts. Baltimore, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, the Memphis Grizzlies. Hey, um, beep, beep, beep. Dallas. No, no, someone up north. Hey. Three, two, Washington. M- one. Is it Minnesota or something? No, Vancouver. Ah. Were... That was my next guess. <laughs> let's not run through the score on that. Uh, let's just move on, shall we? It was we? a whitewash, no, no. Brad. It was a whitewash. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's one. There's one here that we're gonna really test knowledge. Okay. Yeah, so, go on. I expect a lot of people would have got nine out of nine, but this one is going to test a few. The Detroit Lions. E, uh, Detroit Lions. LA. No, it was the Portsmouth Spartans beforehand. Really? Yeah, and they moved in 19, Never heard of them. 1934 when they moved. So yep. congratulations! Wow. If anyone got that, then congratulations. Um, the last time we played Bet this John, game, John, John's loads... going to tweet us later and be like, "Yeah, I got all of them again." Yeah. And just like well, lo- a couple of people did. They did get into contact and say that they beat you guys quite comfortably last time. So did they? yeah, so you guys got nine between you then. Well, David have got all nine. So um, let's see if anyone got that last one and let us know if you did. But in terms of scores, it's one all. Now in this off-season edition of Brad versus Dave, oh, really, it's like two nil. I don't get bragging rights to us, you know. Really, it should be two nil. Dave, let's, <laughs> Dave. let's not get into semantics. Yeah, don't be that guy. <laughs> and the Chiefs should have beat the Steelers as well in the playoffs, but they didn't. <laughs> too soon. Too soon, Brad. Too soon. Still, still cuts deep, doesn't it? Yeah. Okay, thanks for that, Tom. Is there, is there another game next time, next week? Are you thinking of another one? Uh, yeah, I reckon. Do we need a decider? 
No, this is going on all off season. Don't he's you worry. He's going to do like when the schedule comes out. He'll do like a season openers one or something like that. Yeah, well, at least I got one. That sounds good. At least I won one. Yeah, you're doing well, Brad. Keep yeah, it. I'm doing all right. Thanks for the support. I got I got annihilated there. Feel free to give me abuse on Twitter. They will. It's at Tom Childs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's that's not his Twitter handle. So some pop- is it not? I don't think so. Is it? I think it. No, but we're not going to talk about that on the show. <laughs> <laughs> some poor guy who's actually some other guy called Tom Childs is going to be like getting abuse about some random quiz that he didn't take part in. It's going to be like, what the oh, hell is going on? Stop if calling not- Missouri, Kansas. <laughs> <laughs> well, if that's not if that's not his Twitter handle, I, I can read out his phone number. Or <laughs> <All> seven. <laughs> no. Anyway, moving on. Um, yeah, in other news recently, we've, uh, well, in fact, tonight, isn't it, uh, Tom? Uh, your man crush, Tony Romo. Yeah. Playing for the Dallas Mavericks tonight. Well, is, say playing. He might get on. He's sitting on the bench, dressed. He's gone around the shoot round. He actually tweeted, he actually tweeted Dirk saying if, um, he, <laughs> if he doesn't miss a, if he doesn't shoot an air ball out in the shoot round before pregame. Then Dirk has to find him in the corner for an open four, uh, open three in the, at the bottom. Open four, Jeez. open three in the fourth quarter. Do you reckon it's like a old um, rookie of the year thing or um, like Mike? I don't know if you guys have seen the, those films where the kids they get superpowers and all of a sudden they can play sport. And um, so you mean like the signed... monsters in Space Jam? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, but they um, they get signed to one day contracts as gimmicks, and then it turns out they can actually properly play and then they they take the league by storm and run ragged so maybe that's what's gonna happen with tony romo he's gonna get get on go shoot go free for free from field goal range and then break his collarbone and then not be seen again <laughs> <laughs> break his collarbone shooting a free free throw like, i don't know but um maybe that's what's gonna happen tony romo is gonna be league mvp of the nba d league next year well he said in the press conference he's gonna score 20 points isn't he I hope so. Yeah, I hope so. Cowboys still do that time. No, I'm sorry. I'm still bitter. I just on the, just on the subject of the NBA, just for a quick second though. Uh, Russell Westbrook, can we can we just take a a second to appreciate how ridiculous that guy is? Yep, and averaging can we take a, second? a triple double over an entire NBA season. Oh, yeah. Can, He's I amazing. Take, can I just take a second to uh, point out that I predicted that at the start of the season? Did you? Yep. Uh, we have no proof of this, so that's probably just a lie. We were actually, I promise you, we were talking at training, basketball training, and um, we were talking about his triple-doubles from last season, and my friend turned around and said, he's going to be league MVP this season, and I said, he is going to average a triple-double this season. He's capable of it, and he done it. And then not only did he do it, he also had the most fantastic end to a game last night. I don't know if I, I, I know you're not massively into NBA, Brad, but check out the last three or four minutes of the Oklahoma City Thunder versus Denver Nuggets game of last last night. And was that were they like 28 points behind? No, that it? was the Hawks versus the Cavs the night before. But no, oh, you Russ, know what? I thought I was going to really dazzle no, you, no, dazzle you there. <laughs> Russell Westbrook just took over a game. He just took yeah. over the game, and um, yeah knocked them out of the playoffs and um, at the same time hit a game winner from what must have been 35 feet yeah Mm -hmm. just 
nailed it. Just ridiculous. The guy's ridiculous. He, mm-hmm. If he doesn't win the MVP, it will be an absolute travesty. He will do. He will do. It'll be him first, James Harden second, then LeBron third. That's how it'll go this year. What about Stephen Curry? Where's he at these days? Stephen. <laughs> Stefan. <laughs> Stefan. <laughs> Stephen. Come on. It's like it's like Hammers Rodriguez. It's James, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Bloody Stefan. No, the, the Warriors are the best team in the NBA, there's no doubt about it, and they're my favourite to make the um, finals out of the West. It's but just that it, they it, have several other players that are also ridiculous, whereas the Rockets just have James Harden and the Thunder just have Russell Westbrook. So. It's, exactly, it's exactly the same situation for LeBron. LeBron has, in my opinion, probably hasn't won as many MVPs as he should have. But that's probably down to the fact that he's had talent around him pretty much his whole career since he joined the Miami Heat. And so when you are, aren't just the standout player in one a team of nobodies, you don't really stand a chance of winning the MVP mm. all that often. But as Russell Westbrook has taken over a team this year, Kevin Durant did it two or three years ago. Uh, Steph Curry's really put a team on his back as well, good as Clay Thompson and other guys are but now he's got even better cast around him with like Kevin Durant there as well he was never going to win MVP this year despite how well he's played but um, yeah, I still think it will be a Warriors Cavs finals and I think this year the Warriors will probably win you know what? 4-1 I'm going to go with the shock Thunder taking the West Oh, bit wow. of revenge oh, wow. and Kevin Durant crying sweet tears at the end of it all <laughs> it'd be brilliant who in, who in the East the Celtics or the Cavs because they're the only two teams that matter Celtics man I just I love Brad Stevens um, yeah. and yeah it'd just be nice to see someone else I don't want Cavs Warriors again give me some different teams give me Celtic, you know, give me a Celtics Thunder final. That'd be great to watch. Absolutely yeah. great to watch. Yeah, I can't, I can't disagree. Well, thanks for the uh, Netball Association update there, lads. That's great. Um, moving on to the Kansas City Royals. Shaky having a bad start that, of the Brad. season. Shaky <laughs> I know. Sorry to the NBA fans out there. Uh, just don't get it. I just really just do not get that sport. Um, uh, the Kansas City Royals. Um, yeah, they're having a bad start. Currently two and five as of today. Um, but I'm told there's a gazillion games left yet to play, so we're not really worried. 157 yet. of them, Brad. So don't you... gazillion. Yeah. Sorry, 155, yeah. not 157. 155 of them. So, so yeah, no, no time to panic yet, then, is it? No, but there's obviously some early warning signs to be worried about the mm. bullpen, which has, you know, the last four or five years been a ridiculous strength for the Royals. Is looking shaky as anything, so they really need to get that sorted quick if they want to have any yeah. chance, because you know they don't have dominant starting pitching so they've relied on their bullpen to you know get them out of situations in previous years especially the back-to-back world series even last year you know uh when you're starting pitching can't go deep into games you ask a lot of your bullpen and at the minute the bullpen can't do it obviously 
when you don't score any runs, it's going to make it difficult. But the offense has been like that for the best part of five, six years, extremely inconsistent. Mm. So that's nothing new. But yeah, as I say, when the bullpen can't keep teams out like it has done the last three, four years, then you're really going to be in trouble on a team yeah. like that that isn't a isn't a high powered offense. Right. I'm starting to think though, I mean it might be like because I've only just started really, really kind of watching the Royals and, and following the obviously the results and things like that going on. And this is really you could consider this being my first season as a as kind of like a Royals follower. Um and it's going the pretty much the same way as what the Chiefs did when I first started <laughs> following them. <laughs> um I know it's not as bad yet, but um that's that's what I'm thinking anyway. It could it could get worse for me before I actually start seeing the Trust me, you ain't seen anything. Like with the <laughs> really? Royals. Oh my goodness. When I started watching <laughs> the Royals, they were dreadful. Like absolutely dread like losing a hundred games dreadful. Uh Oof. so yeah, you ain't seen nothing nothing yet. So two and five I'm alright at the minute. Yeah, is you're not quite on suicide watch <laughs> yet, Brad. But. Right, that's good. <laughs> uh, Tom, Tom, do you watch Royals much? Um, I can't get into it. I, I can you not. No, I like the few games I have watched. I've kind of enjoyed, but they've been more down to the situations and the people I've been with. But mm. I try. I've tried a couple of times this season already to stick a game on my phone whilst just chilling at home, and I just can't. It can't. It doesn't grab my attention, but. Us, at the same time, I could sit there quite happily and watch a whole day of Test cricket. So I, I don't really get it. I baseball just doesn't grab me. I want it to because it looks like such a good game to go and watch live, sit in the sun, mm. have a beer, eat some food, um, just have a chat as well. It, lo- it, it looks yeah, like, probably one it's of those like games T20 cricket there, in it? that respect. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. three four hours. You go and watch a game, and you know you're done, kind of thing. Yeah, so. I just. I can't. I want to. I've got a couple of Royals T-shirts. I've got given a couple, but um, and the the memories of the Royals winning the World Series the night that the Chiefs won uh, in Wembley with all like the yeah. Royals fans in London. Like I hold them close to me for forever. I'll never, never, ever forget them. Like the 150, 200 people who have how many was at the casino were all going nuts at half five in the morning. Like that was great, and that's the side of baseball I love. But like I said, sitting down, watching it on a phone or on my own, I just can't get into it. Maybe, maybe it'll change as the season goes on. Maybe I'll keep trying it, keep trying it, and eventually I like it. I was, I said, I was the same way with cheese. I never used to like cheese. Kept trying it, kept trying it. Same with coffee, and eventually my taste buds changed. Maybe it'll do the same for for baseball in the, in yeah. the coming months. You never know. Yeah, could do, could do. I mean, yeah, it's something that I've I've kind of just forcing myself a little bit at the first to get into it and watch it but yeah like i said loads of people on twitter have been telling me about uh, oh you've got to get into it it's so tactical and this that and the other um but i just haven't really i haven't really picked it up on it yeah. until kind of this season really i say it's one of those it, it can be a bit like cricket in some respects where it can sometimes it's much more enjoyable to watch than than others it's something i like i if I'm up when it's on, it's something I pretty much always have on in the background, even if I'm not giving it my full attention. I'm always, you know, at least have it on the on the TV or on my laptop and I'm watching it. But, yeah, I totally get that it's not for, for everyone um, in that mm. respect. Mm-hmm. 
Right then, I think we'll leave the uh, the other sports out of the way for now. We'll, uh, we've got one main thing we need to chat about, uh, which is obviously fast approaching is the 2017 draft. Um, we are going to be doing a, a draft special show. And full I've been, I promise, I, yeah, what? And a full in-depth Brad, uh, draft special with Brad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you might have like a two-minute slot with me just <laughs> rambling on about uh, Deshaun Watson or something like that. Um, yeah, no, I have been doing my homework. I've been doing my homework. I have actually been in a mock draft. Yeah. How about that, eh? Wait, you were um, in a mock draft? I was in a mock he draft. He was drunk enough to be drafting you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I picked the Chiefs and I said, I said I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a mock draft. I could, I'll tell you more about that in the uh, the draft show, actually, because uh, you'll be surprised. No, tell us about that surprised. now. I want to hear about that No, now. no, no, I'm no, saving it. I'm, I'm, saving I'm, it. I'm happy to wait. I'm happy to wait. <laughs> I want to hear this. Build the suspense for two weeks. Yeah, I'll build the suspense for a bit. Um, but yeah, we're going to do a, obviously a draft special. And before that, we're, we obviously got to look at the Chiefs roster that we've got now and look at the strengths and the weaknesses. Uh, we won't spend too long on it, but um, Tom, Dave and myself are just going to give which positions we think that we should be filling in this season's draft. Um, who wants to go first? It's going to be Tom. I'll go first. Dave. I'll go first. Yeah, I'll go first. Yeah. Go on, Tom. The position that I would like the Chiefs to address this off season isn't a quarterback. It isn't a linebacker. It is a defender, though. It's going to be. I would like. Sorry, I would like us to address. I'm waffling. The cornerback position. I really? feel if we could get. Another Marcus Peters esque sort of player, maybe not as good as him, but if we can get a rookie that comes in and plays lights out at a similar level, maybe a little less than Marcus Peters' rookie season, then the Chiefs defense is going to be so hard. So you're to not play asking for much there, so. No, yeah. I know. I'm yeah, asking for a little bit Peters. below one of the best rookie seasons by a cornerback <laughs> yeah. of all time. Okay, right. Fine. Maybe Brandon Flowers level when he first came into the league, first couple of seasons. Like he came in and played well pretty much from the off. So maybe sort of that sort of level. And I would be extremely happy if we could nail down that second cornerback position and be in a position where we were. Two seasons ago, when we had Marcus Peters and Sean Smith, and the Chiefs were very, very hard to pass against. That's an interesting one. You've gone defence there. Who do you guys think? Um, where do you want to go? Not I think Dave, I think everybody knows where Dave's going. Do you? Do you really? I'd be <laughs> yeah. interested to see I'm if you out. really do think it. No. <laughs> what, first round? Or the first pick? Well, you said which position do you think we should address, not... Which do you think we should spend our first round pick on? Well, yeah, I think we should. Yeah, I think first selection you would go QB. Oof. Don't disagree, but I think the position we need to address the most is inside linebacker. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yes, I would love to see us draft the heir apparent to Alex Smith, but for me, inside linebacker is much more of a pressing need. I just think you can get a guy that you can plug in there in the second round and you don't necessarily yeah. need to spend your first round pick on. Plus, we've got so many picks. And really, is, is, are 10 guys going to stick? 
10 rookies going to stick on our roster? Probably not. So we've got ample opportunity to trade up this year as well. So yeah. it's like, you know, even if you don't spend the first pick on a linebacker, an inside linebacker, you've still got the opportunity there to draft one. So it's like, for me, that is our pre- most pressing need, even if it's not necessarily the one I would spend our, our first pick on. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's it. That's actually interesting, actually, because um, <laughs> I don't want to say too much about the uh, the mock draft, but the uh, yeah, the first the first pick I chose was uh, was a linebacker, Zach Cunningham, by any chance? I no, I didn't. Oh, okay. Uh, I think he'd already gone. I think he'd already right, gone. Okay. Actually. Um, but I went with uh, Hassan Reddick. Oh yeah, yeah, good player, very um, good player. Yeah. Uh, I, I quite liked. I think at the time I thought, no, you know what? I, I think that the the injury to Derek Johnson might be something that might be on uh, John Dorsey's mind. So I I went with how I thought he would be thinking. You know what? Um, so I went. I think that Derek Johnson injury could be a blessing in disguise because yeah. I think it's possibly brought to attention the pressing need for that position hmm. to light sooner rather than later. It was a huge gap to fill, wasn't it, when uh, when DJ went down? Yeah, well, I mean, it's he's irreplaceable, isn't he, in, in that Chiefs defense, you know? Yeah. You have Berry, and then next is Johnson in terms of leadership. That, you know, hmm. that guy just commands so much respect in the locker room from everyone. Yeah. Obviously... And you can see, you know, he's been a chief for life as well. It's like you see how much he clearly loves the team and the city and the fans and everything like that. So it always hurts to see a guy like that go down. So, yeah, it's um, obviously it's it's always tough to replace a guy like that. Mm-hmm. So at the minute we're looking at uh, the main need at the minute is cornerback and inside linebacker. Interesting. That's not what the rest of the Chiefs' kingdom saying, is it? They're I mean, don't get me wrong. Quarterback QB seems to be there. is there, but he's n- even if we draft a quarterback in the first round this year, Alex Smith will be our quarterback this year. Yeah, he will. Yeah. So I say it depends on how you're looking at the question. Really, who do I want us to pick first? Quarterback. What do I think is our most pressing need? Probably inside linebacker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you think the um, we're obviously going a little bit more into detail than we were planning to? But do you think the Chiefs' organization are in a win now mode with Alex Smith, or do you reckon they are thinking about the future and life beyond <laughs> Alex Smith? What do you, What do you reckon Andy Reid's thinking right now? I mean, that's a good question. Look at the guys we got there. We got Andy Reid and we got John Dorsey. John Dorsey came from Green Bay. What a Green Bay. They're always, always, always looking to the future. And look at that one season that Andy Reid did go in win that mode and see how it went for him. I guarantee that that won't be their thought process. Their thought process will be constantly, how can we improve the roster? How can we make sure we've got constantly got a good influx of rookie talent every year? And guys, you know, keep churning over the bottom of the roster every year and bringing in guys that may not replace guys immediately. Take D Ford, for example. You know, we drafted D Ford when we had 
Harley and Houston in their prime and everyone was like scratching their heads going, why have you drafted an outside linebacker in the first round of the draft? So I certainly don't think they'll be drafting with a, right, we need this position, we need that position. I think Dorsey's always said previously he's very much a best player available. Um, So, yeah, I, I don't see that changing now. Do you think he'll move up? We've got the ammunition to. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. There's, mm. we, As Dave pointed out earlier, we've got 10 draft picks. There's no way 10 rookies make this team. Um, no. we're, we're pretty deep as far as rosters. There is certainly the ammunition to go there. Especially if they're going to go QB, they're probably going to have to move up. I would say the big thing as well this year is you can now trade compensatory picks, which is a mm. huge win for us because obviously we have that third round uh, comp pick which yeah. previously you wouldn't have been able to trade, but this year we can. So that's extra trade ammunition for us if we wanted to mm-hmm. shift an extra pick. And a big thing when it comes to the QB market, again, we're going into a little bit more detail than we planned, but Jimmy Garoppolo doesn't look like he's going anywhere and Tony Romo's retired and moved to TV. So yeah. that you've got two quarterbacks there that were potentially going to new teams. So now you've got two extra teams that are going to be QB needy. Come, Houston come draft especially. Day. Yeah, Houston. Just ahead of us. And then you've got teams that are looking to the future, like Pittsburgh, um, Arizona, New York. There are three teams there that are starting to Cleveland, think, always, always, always looking for a quarterback. Yeah. So you're potentially looking at six or seven teams that will be contemplating going, maybe more, quarterback in round one. So if the Chiefs do want a quarterback in this year's draft... They are going to have to move up, in in my honest opinion. But the ammunition is there, and we will trade for that. We traded a second-round pick to get Alex Smith before. Two second-round picks. Two second-round picks to get Alex Smith. So we will draft. We will lose draft picks to get our get our quarterback. That's that's. There's evidence there to to base that on. So I think the Chiefs will do will go quarterback, in my opinion, this year. I think. The first time since John Dorsey and Andy Reid have, have been in, I think it's the first time they've been serious about it. I know you said to me earlier, Brad, something about getting the getting the um, invites in, the quarterbacks in for a oh, visit. It just seems to be quarterback for the quarterback going, yeah. through, the, uh, going through the door, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's uh, like facility. I'm all for a decoy here and there just to kind of keep teams around you on their toes, but there's no way that's not a serious consideration with especially every single possible first, second-round quarterback has visited mm. every single one of them. That's mm-hmm. We've never had that before under Reed and Dorsey. We it's not like Geno Smith. Two in. Yeah, when exactly. Geno Smith come in their first year, that we brought them in for a visit, and I know a couple of people said, oh, we're going to draft Geno Smith. Geno Smith didn't end up going to the late second round of the Jets. Like, so, um, if we'd have wanted him, it, that was That was a smokescreen. That was pure smokescreen. There's, there's, it seems to be a bit more substance with these visits, and well, you wouldn't spend that much time on on assessing all of the QBs, would you? You just wouldn't do it. No, just just to have a smokescreen. No, you're right. Um, no, as I say, we've we've interviewed and assessed a couple of the top QBs in the draft before, but it's usually only ever one or two of the top few guys. This year, mm-hmm. it's every single one of them. Every single yeah. one of them, we've either interviewed had for a visit visited or something at some point during the draft process so far so it's just 
you know, that's an awful lot of resource and time to be wasting if it's not a serious consideration. Yeah. All right, well, we'll save that for the uh, for the draft special, <laughs> unless we've yeah, already, yeah. Gone, already gone through it all. No, um, no we, we'll have more in-depth on that. Um, obviously, the players that we think could fill in um, and, you know, the, the selections that we could get uh, for the Chiefs. Um, I think that's it, lads, actually, for this week's podcast. Is that everything? Yeah. So. Yeah, good, lads, right. Um, thanks a lot for, well, Tom and Dave for joining me. Um, we hope... Everybody enjoy the show. Don't forget you can uh, download future podcasts from SoundCloud and iTunes. And if you hit that subscribe button, you will have the latest podcast appear as soon as it uploads. So you can carry us everywhere with you as as you go about your day-to-day rituals. How lovely. Um, So thanks again to Dave and Tom and the entire Our Heads Broad team for making it what it is. And thanks to you out there in Chiefs Kingdom for listening. Goodbye. It's the second time you've done it on the show now, Brad. I have actually, yeah. Yeah, I have actually done it. I, I, I will be getting booted. Is that only the second? <laughs> it feels like so many more than that. People, people will go up to Brad and go, oh, look, there's the French chief. Yeah. It's basically ah. the same thing. Yeah. <laughs>